I'm Anthony Bachman from All Things Good and Nerdy, a geeky podcast, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other fantastic geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Better Podcasting Live Chat Episode 53. Hello, I am your host, SP. Steven's not here today. He's on vacation. I was on vacation last week. I hope he was on vacation too because of Canada Day. Canada Day and the 4th of July for the United States and Canada fall within a couple of days, July 1st to July 4th. So I hope he was enjoying time off. I know he was getting ready to go on vacation. He's just coming back in the next couple of days on a trip from with the family. And as hobby podcasters, I'm going to get right into it. As hobby podcasters, taking a break is paramount to your mental health and your creativity. I know there's a lot of workaholics in podcasting. There's a lot of people that just like to take it easy and have fun too. Either way, taking that break, taking that refresh time, getting your brain a break and being able to be more creative on the other side is so important. And I know in this economy and with everybody being hobby podcasters, you might not have the money to go anywhere. I didn't take an extravagant vacation. I went to a family lake home. Now, yeah, okay, family lake home. Yes, I get it. But the trip up and back for me was just gas, really. My family took care of food when I was there. We tried to contribute to the food. We helped around and stuff like that. But largely, it was just gas back and forth. I tallied it up. It was $200. It's 12 and a half hours driving for me, guys. So $200 to go up and back. That was the vacation. If you can't afford that, if you don't have somewhere to go, I know Stephen was out camping with the family, and that's kind of low cost, except for the cost of the vehicle, the camper, the campsites, stuff like that. So yeah, I get it. But if you don't have access to any of that, you can just take a staycation, stay at home, read a book, play a video game, binge a series, see a movie or movies that you haven't seen in a while. Get some work done around your place. Don't think about work. Don't think about podcasting. Just give your mind a break to be able to hit into that. I don't have the studies in front of me, but I know that I read in the past with kids, especially not now that you're, you podcasters are kids. Like I'm told I'm four years old from time to time, but what you really have is a time that you need to take a break. There's been studies with kids that said that the kids that go to school all year round, they don't get their brain that break that they need to absorb all the information, to take new experiences in, to if, if you're growing, you know your body's growing, so you got different things going on there, uh, whether it's four to five years old or if it's 16 to 17 years old, there's always something going on until you're about 25, right? And then even then, as you get older, there's some things too, right? But you need to take that time, at least a couple of days, if you could afford it, just to have some fun, just to do things that you want to do and relax. If you need sleep, I mean, it's a perfect time to do it. So I'm here to tell you, and I know Stephen would heartily agree take that vacation whenever. I mean, Stephen and I take our vacations around major holidays, it seems like. 
But if you got something planned, go for it. I've got coworkers that are on a cruise to Alaska right now. I've got coworkers that are going to Washington State. I've got coworkers that are either going or coming from Florida. It's hot down there, by the way. Whew, you guys hear about the the sea down there? It's 90 degrees or the ocean. It's 90 degrees down there at surface temperature. That's a lot, right? So Anyway, go somewhere where you can be comfortable. If you love the beach, go to the beach. I'm not a beach guy. I try to stay out of the sun as much as I can. I feel like my skin burns instantly when I'm in the sun. It's not that case, but definitely feels like it from time to time. I'm trying to protect my skin from getting skin cancer again. So yeah, it's uh, stuff that I have to protect myself. I have long sleeve shirts. I need to get the hooded sun protection shirts and I need to get some more long hats. I wear the ball caps outside, but I haven't gotten the the big, you know, Indiana Jones hats, stuff like that. I haven't seen the new Indiana Jones movie yet, but I will eventually. I don't know if I'll wait until it comes out of the theater or not, or wait a couple of weeks and hit it in the theater. I, I just don't know. I have been watching new movies every, well, new to me movies every Saturday night. That's my new time away from podcasting that no matter what's going on Saturday night, end the project, end the editing, end the podcast, you know, whatever's going on in my life, personal podcast work. And I watch a movie and I've caught up to the John Wick movies. Uh, A lot of violence in those, by the way, but I wanted to watch them. A lot of people said you need to watch them. So I did. I watched all four in the span of five weeks. The week I had off was the week I was on vacation. Didn't think it was really appropriate to see that level of violence in front of the family. So I did that all in five weeks, and I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I've thought about Arrival. I haven't seen that yet. I've thought about the Avatar 2 movie, so something along those lines will go. The point is, take some time off, especially during the summer. And if you're listening, because I know we have some listeners in New Zealand and Australia on the southern end of the hemisphere, if you're in the southern end of the hemisphere, I know that this is wintertime for you. But I don't know if you have winter breaks or not, uh, but you should probably take a break once or twice a year, definitely once in the summer. Enjoy life while you got it, because at my age, you start thinking about how much time you have left. You start losing coworkers, you lose friends and start thinking about that stuff. So enjoy the time while you got it. And part of enjoying your time is podcasting when you're in it. And one of the things you have to do is equip yourself for podcasting. Now, Stephen and I, are pretty well equipped. We do minor adjustments every year. I did a major adjustment last year with a new computer, a new setup monitor-wise, and I brought the Rodecaster Pro 2 in. But the microphone's the same, and the programs that I used was the same, but it was a kind of a major change. So this is going to be static for a little while. One of the things that I had to do, though, is I was bumping up on that podcast storage. I got a 12 terabyte drive in that new gaming computer that I have. And after you've been podcasting for 10 years, especially if you've been doing video and if you've been a digital pack rat like I've been, I have no idea why, by the way, I'm questioning more and more and more, what do I need with all those projects and raw files and stuff like that? But I have them in case somebody wants to go back and take a look at, I don't know, my kids or something someday. But I'm 
I was bumping up into that. And then I was looking at, okay, so what am I going to replace that with? I thought, okay, I'm going to do a 20 terabyte, 3.5 inch drive, uh, hard disk drive, not an SDD. They, they don't, they're not that big yet, but that was in the affordable range, but I wanted a good one because I've had drives go bad on me before. So I decided instead of going with any other brand, I wanted to do a Western digital and the Western digital 20 terabyte drives were pretty expensive. I'm not actively using these drives. Data is parked on these drives and I've got a backup. We'll talk about that in a second. So I was waiting, knowing the price of a sale and Amazon Prime Day is going on the two days. Today is the second day. So if you're listening to this live, you got just a few hours left of Amazon Prime. And there has been some sales. The ATR 2100X was on quote unquote sale for $59. I think they could have done a little bit better. There's been a lot of posts online about how they've raised the prices right before Prime Day. It's the same thing with Black Friday, right? And then they kind of lower them just a little bit lower than they used to be. But you think you're getting such a great deal because the crossed out price is so much higher, like $110 for an ATR 2100X. I don't remember what it was, but I know, I think they elevate. I don't know if the ATR 2100X was elevated, but I know other things were elevated. And... I knew the price because I've been watching these both on Newegg and on Amazon. And it turns out these drives, if you can get them a 20 terabyte drive, a good drive, a good speed drive, uh, I was going for the red model of the Western Digital. I knew about $300 was pretty good. The actual list price is, I don't know, closer to four or $500. So if I could get it for $300, I was going to pull the trigger. And there was one on sale, not a Western Digital one on Newegg, and there has been before. It was a different brand and Seagate. And I have, that's the drive brand that failed on me before. So I just, with Whiplash, didn't want to do a Seagate again and really wanted to do Western Digital. One hasn't been on sale on Newegg while I was paying attention. And I was paying attention in the back of my mind. I wasn't like every day checking, oh, I got to get, but my 12 terabyte drive was getting more and more crowded to the point where it was going to, you know, be completely full. So what I did is I waited till Prime Day and then boom, there was a sale for $300. And I got it right here. So excuse me, my uh, ASMR opening of the box here, the box opening. This was the smaller box that was in the bigger box that was shipped to me. And I did, if you're watching the labels, I did actually buy a new egg, new egg, actually match the price. And I decided to go with Newegg versus Amazon uh, just because that's where I've gotten most of my computer parts. I have gotten some of my computer parts through Amazon, but usually I cycle it through Newegg just to keep the credit card warm so they don't turn it off. You know, you just spend a few dollars every few months just to keep it going. So same price, one day delivery via UPS. And I know there's a looming UPS strike, which I think is why UPS was making some deals for one day stuff, or maybe Newegg decided to pop for the extra for shipping or something to compete with Amazon for prime. I know different uh, organizations, different stores decided to compete with Amazon for the prime day, just because, you know, it's a sale. So, Hey, I'm all for sales. So anyway, I'm opening the box here and 
It comes in a nice bubble wrap. I'm going to take that out. It's big bubble wrap. It's a big drive. It's not a small drive. It's not a thumb drive. It's not an SDD. So I'm not going to take it out of the pack yet, but you can see, I'm going to throw it up to the camera, try to get the reflection off of it. Western Digital Red 20 terabyte drive, right? So this is going to take a few days, actually, to copy all the stuff over. And because of that, and the fact that I'm going to get storms in the next couple of days, I'm actually not going to copy this data over right away. I'm going to wait a few days, and then I'm just going to copy it over. I can't clone it because it's too big. So I'm literally going to copy all the data over. It's the last time I did it with the 12 terabyte drive from the eight terabyte drive. It took like a day and a half, two days. So this is going to take a little while to do. And uh, then I'm going to swap the drive. So I'm going to change the drive number in Windows. It's a little techie. You got to go into the settings and change it up. And uh, I will install this and then I will take that drive and I will move it to my old podcast machine, which is Studio C right now in the SPA household, and I will have it there in case I need a backup for emergencies or anything like that. And so that's kind of a the backup data number one option is I've got my eight terabyte drive in there right now. That eight terabyte drive, I'm, I'm gonna make sure the 12 and the eight have everything in common, or the eight has everything in common with the 12. And then I'm gonna wipe that eight terabyte drive and I'm going to make it available to other data that I need, other personal data that I, I need on that system. This computer is backed up by Backblaze. So all of my data up here is backed up off-site to Backblaze. So if something happens, all I need to do is buy a new drive or have them ship me a drive. It depends on how much money I want to spend. And then download all of that information. There's a way that you can do it. It takes a long time. I do have a fast internet connection. So I'm wondering how fast that could be. I could do a trial for it, but I just feel more secure doing it locally because if something interrupts that backup. Like if I lose internet along the way, or if I lose power along the way, then because something could happen, you know, somebody could hit a, a telephone pole with a, a light on it or something like that, or a, a power line on it or something like that. So. I am going to wait at least a few days. It's going to storm through the early part of next week. It's Wednesday, July 12th right now. Early next week, Monday, Tuesday, still forecast for rain. So by next Wednesday, so the next time we have one of these, I might, after we record, start and then roll that into Saturday and be able to flip the drives over later that weekend. So not this weekend, but a weekend for now. So that was my Prime Day score. That's the sole thing I got for podcasting during Prime Day. I'm wondering from you guys' standpoint what you decided to get for your Prime Day, either tech or podcast, preferably podcast because we're talking better podcasting here right now, right? So I'm wondering what you got for Prime Day for your podcast. I know that there were some sales out there. My, the next thing I needed was this drive, so I pulled the trigger on it. I don't know if I'll get anything over the winter. I might get a new desk chair, actually. Uh, maybe that would be the, the holiday gift that I asked the family for, something like that. 
All right. One thing I wanted to talk about, and please, if you have any questions, go ahead and put them in the comments. If you're on a Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord, go ahead, put your questions there. I will go ahead. I'll be able to see it eventually, and I will answer your questions. That's why we do the show is to talk to you about questions. And if you don't have any questions, Stephen and I both say what's on our mind about podcasting, hobby podcasting in particular, and we go from there. So. I am a moderator of the r slash podcasting subreddit. We talked about that before on the show. One of the things that I see over and over and over again for those longtime members of r slash podcasting, I feel your pain because you see another post about, oh, I've been podcasting for so long. How do I grow my show? Or I'm brand new. How do I grow my show? Or something like that. So I'm going to give some advice that isn't always discussed or talked about within the subreddit. I don't get to every single post all the time. I do read every single post eventually, but it's not exactly necessarily the day that it comes out. When you moderate, you have to make sure that stuff is all in order. And sometimes it takes days. We have a large moderate... Well, considering the size of the subreddit, we have a moderately sized moderation team and we do various different jobs. And a couple of us are on cleanup, a couple of us are on immediate, you know, moderating the the first posts that come in and stuff like that. So I don't always see the post when they're first posted. I sometimes it takes me a week or two to get to them. But I do notice a lot of posts asking how to grow your show. And my unconventional approach, which I might start talking about over on the subreddit, but I'm going to evaluate it here. The first thing you need to decide with your show, and this is beyond the topic that you're talking about, beyond who your co-host is or isn't, beyond who your audience is. The first thing that you have to say to yourself about your show. And if you don't have this already, if you've already been podcasting for years, a decade or something like that, I know some of the audience members are like that. Jeremy, for instance. Yeah, I know you've been podcasting pretty much about the same length of time that Stephen and I have. But the first thing you need to figure out is what is the purpose of the show? What What are you trying to do for yourself with the show? If you go into the show and say, I want to make money with the show, or I want to get a large audience with the show or something like that. If that is your first purpose with the show, then okay, you can arrange stuff like that. But if your purpose, if you're listening to the show and your purpose is a hobby podcast, passion project, a whatever you want to call it, if your purpose is just that and just to have fun or talk about something that nobody else is talking about or you're watching TV and you just want to review it afterwards or something like that. If that's the purpose of your show, you got to understand that there are going to be other shows and your niche that you're in is pretty large. There might be dozens of shows like podcasts about podcasting. There are dozens of shows about that. Only a very, very limited few are geared towards hobby podcasters or have segments with hobby podcasters. I mean, Chris, I know you're out there. I know you've got one. Josh, I know you've got one too. That can be considered in this niche a little bit, right? But 
from my knowledge, Better Podcasting is the only podcast that is exclusively for hobby podcasters. And you guys can, that I just mentioned, you can change my mind. Or if you're listening to this and I didn't mention you, you can change my mind too. But for the most part, people that do podcasts about podcasting are doing so because they're either in the industry or they're trying to sell a service or a product for your podcasting. So they have ulterior motives, which is fine. That is one of the great things about podcasting is you can talk about what you can offer somebody and talk about the successes and what benefits the service or product can be for you. I get that. But if the purpose of your show is just to have fun, you're not, don't, don't, this is difficult to say and difficult for a lot of people to hear. But if you get more than 500 people that are downloading each episode, you're doing really, really, really good, right? At that point, you could change the purpose of your show. The purpose of your show doesn't always have to be the same thing. But if the purpose of your show is just to try out podcasting or have some fun with your friends or have fun with some audience members or whatever, then you're not going to grow your show all that much. That doesn't mean that you don't have to take into account growth. It just means maybe in your limited time, because it's a hobby and you only have a few hours each week or each month or however much time that you dedicated to it, you're going to have a limited amount of time to promote. So what is the purpose of your show? Ask yourself that question. Make sure you have it documented. So actually write it down. Write it down and make sure that the entirety of your mission statement, your purpose, your goal, your vision, make sure that that reflects what you want to do with your show because everything kind of falls underneath that. And the next thing is the topic. We talked about it in episode one of Better Podcasting. What's the topic of your show? What are you podcasting on? Better Podcasting is podcasting about things that are relevant to the hobby podcaster. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the topic of Marvel Studios. Originally, it was just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we expanded that to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now we're not exclusively going with Marvel Studios productions, but that's the large part of what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But we podcast about stuff that's not part of the MCU. That's the shorthand for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's the purpose of that show. Another show that I guest produced recently was Strange New Worlds podcast, fancast, I believe it's called. And Sean, a friend of mine, started that one so he could podcast with his wife and his friend about the Star Trek show, Strange New Worlds. The purpose of that is literally just have fun, right? That's plain and simple. Never going to be hundreds of thousands. And for him, it's to spend time with his wife and his friend. Every week that show's on, and it's only on 10 weeks for each season so far. And it's just to get together and do that, talk about it, and then move on with life. That's the that's the whole purpose, right? So if they grow, which they have, I've actually seen the stats behind the scenes. If they grow for that show, it's it's just bonus, right? And Shannon spends a lot of time on social media, just talking about the subject in general and her general fandom or whatever, and everything goes into it. Sean, a little less so. Sean used to be a little bit more active on social media than he is now. I don't blame his... Uh, we'll talk about social media in a second. Uh, I don't blame his pullback from social media, but 
uh, it helps to have social media out there. So anyway, their topic, whatever your topic is, uh, it could be anything, could be something that you're doing for work, could be the industry that you're doing for work, it could be a function that you're doing at work, like project management, or if you're a lawyer for IP stuff, uh, Gordon, uh, what's his name? Gordon, I want to say Lightfoot, but that's wrong. But uh, Gordon uh, is a lawyer, an IP lawyer, and he does law for entertainment podcasters. So uh, that is one of the things that he does, and he has a podcast for it. So that's the purpose of the show is to, okay, expand knowledge, but say, hey, I have this service. So come on with me. So whatever your topic is, that's also important. And the next step, once you have the purposes shown in the topic, it's to create great content. That could be anything from the audio quality, which is less of a consideration these days because audio quality audio is so much easier to obtain today than it was 10 years ago. But that's part of it. Make sure you get quality audio. So somebody that's on a bus, that's on a subway, that's on a train, that's on public transit can actually hear what's going on in the earbuds uh, and that you don't have wind noise. Like I have had recordings from people that are in their car and they've got the windows down and you're like, first of all, you don't have a great microphone. Second of all, you got a lot of wind noise there or the air conditioning's blowing or whatever. And it just drowns out the sound. There are so many better ways to do things these days with just a little investment. We were talking before about the ATR 2100 microphone. So that's 60 bucks. And that'll go into whatever device that you have and what you're using. Uh, but it goes beyond that. You have to have engaging content. You have to have something that listeners want to hear. Your content has to serve a purpose for them being your audience, each individual person has to have a purpose for listening. So that's all part of the great content. And I can't generalize today and, and talk about everything in one bucket. It really depends on the purpose of your show and your content, what that or your topic, what that great content is going to be. But it's got to be there. If you're a comedian, you better make people laugh. Part of the, the deal there. If you have a audio drama or like a tabletop playthrough game, like a D&D podcast, the story's got to be engaging. It's just part of it. Your sound design has to be there. So that's all part of great content. If you don't have that great content, then people aren't going to want to come back and then refer you to other people or people that find you will say, hey, I want to follow or subscribe, whatever the vernacular is these days. So, or even pay, you know, get behind that paywall for Patreon extra episode or a YouTube membership, you know, whatever it is. The next thing you have to do after you create that content, you get it out there, you publish it. That's all what I've described so far used to be difficult for people to get their hands around, but it's pretty easy. The next thing is to promote. And this is hard because it takes time. It takes planning. It takes intention. The things around promotion is you have to find your tribe, find your audience, find the people that are like you that want to listen to your show or that aren't like you that want to listen to your show, that are interested in the same topic. Find your tribe. Guest on other shows. This is something that you can actively do. There's communities out there. 
Reddit's one. So there's this r slash podcast guest exchange. There are others out there as well, subreddits, but there's other websites and other people that can all communicate and, and get you, you can sign up as an expert. It doesn't even have to be about your podcast, but you can promote the podcast at the end. How many people, you know, professionals, actors, directors, producers, authors, when they have something that's available, they start going on the news circuit or the late night circuit or doing the podcast circuit or whatever. They're just trying to get the word out there about who they are, about what value they can be. And then at the end, say, hey, look, I got this podcast over here. So yeah, guests on another podcast would probably be a good thing. Engage on social media. Again, I'll get to that in a second. And then blog. That's something we haven't talked about in a while. Make sure you have articles out there that have references to the same material that you're talking about on your same website. Oh, by the way, get a website. Get a website. Make sure your podcast is there. Make sure your blogs are there. If you want to grow, if you don't want to grow to a certain level, you don't have to have a website. You don't have to blog. You don't have to spend hours and hours on social media. You don't have to guess on other shows. But if you want to grow, these are some of the things that you should do and can do given your time as a hobby podcaster. Well, I can't speak to the time that you might or might not have. You could be like my cousin and be an anesthesiologist. I guarantee you, he didn't have enough time for a podcast. But he had enough time to do an interview or two. He could have listed himself as an expert and got out there for it. Yep. And then promoted whatever he was promoting, even if it was just in the community. Like if he was the head of the hospital, he could have uh, gone out to the community, say, hey, you know, we're all for public health and the hospital can do this, this and this for you. And you see more people running through your hallways if you're in like a rural community and you don't have a lot of people there, but you have a big facility. So there are some benefits to non-podcasters. But as for a podcaster, podcasting on, guesting on other shows is kind of kind of it. And I do have that show, Better Podcasting Chats with SP, that's open for other hobby podcasters to talk about your journey and experience podcasting. If you want to do that, get a hold of me, either on a Discord server, or you can send me an email, stargatepioneer at gunnageek.com or stargatepioneer at betterpodcasting.com. Comes to the same place. So I will get your... Uh, things and we can uh, sign up for a time. I know I got one coming up next week with Rob from Smoking and Drinking and Capes, Smoking and Drinking in Space. This two sister podcasts. I don't know if they want to call it sister podcasts or not, but I'm just going to call it pod sister podcast. Jason has already been on the show and Rob's coming on next week. So anytime after that, if you want to come on, you can come on and we can talk about that. So that's your chance to guest on Better Podcasting. We also have that segment on the Better Podcasting main show. And there's some questions that Stephen will send you and you can record them, get them back, and then we'll play them on the show too. It's more of a call. It's like an interview call-in asymmetric interview, I guess. We just give you the questions and you give us the answers sort of thing. Uh, but it's your chance to be highlighted on the Better Podcasting Show. So that's another thing. So once you have a podcast out there, you have some listeners and they've aggregated somewhere. This could be in a Discord community. This could be in a Facebook group. This could be in a circle that you're posting on social media. You know, get there and engage. And by engaging, I'm not talking about 
over promoting. I'm saying acute one or two clips from your show, right? Something that's engaging or, or funny or cute or something like that. But don't hammer that all the time. Just like talk like a real person. People don't want to be sold. They just, they want to be communicated with. So go back and forth on that. And literally a back and forth, like ask people questions, comment on other people, what they're excited about, what they're posting on. If it's tangential, at least you're a podcast, then you're making headway on building more of your community. So that's another way to grow your show. And then as I started this show talking about vacations, make sure that you consider with your show to break it up into seasons or at least take a week or two off throughout the year and recoup, plan, and reattack. So when you come back, make sure that you take a look, you reevaluate everything you do, even if it's five minutes. Say, okay, is this working? Is this not working? Do I want to continue this? Do I not want to continue this? Do I have, pl- have time to do this? Do I not? And then reattack. And if you continue that over time and you have great content and the purpose of your show is to grow, you have a topic that people are interested in, your show will grow. But it won't grow if you don't do all of those things. If you have great content, but don't actually promote it anywhere, nobody's going to know about it. Don't count on the search engines to promote your show. So that was kind of long, but that's the essence of my plan to grow your show. I know there's other plans out there, but this is the non-salesy plan. This is the non, I'm going to charge you X amount of dollars per hour. This is me talking to you as a hobby podcaster. We do this for fun. Steven and I do this for fun, but we've been doing it for long enough that we know this. And I know it's been something that's been discussed over and over and over and over and over again on r slash podcasting. So I just wanted to get my thoughts out there to you and hopefully they were useful for you. Now, I said that I was going to talk about social media. Social media. Social media has been something that has exploded just in the past month. So we have new contenders out there and old contenders. So I'm just going to run down a few. I'm probably going to leave some out. Probably going to leave out somebody's favorite. But these are just the ones that I see right now as main ones. Blue Sky. I'm not on there. I don't have an invite. If you happen to have an invite for Blue Sky, I'll take it because I do want to try that platform out. Threads was pretty big. I have some controversial thoughts about Threads. So the same people that left Facebook to Twitter because they were mad about Meta or Facebook, you know, whatever you want to call it, and they went to Twitter and they got mad at Twitter are flocking to Threads, which is a Meta slash Facebook slash Instagram uh, company or service or whatever. There's, oh, we're great. It is great to be back in. I, I like the feel here. It's great. I warn you, there's some downsides to it. I know that they're in beta, basically, and they're glad to have the attention. They didn't think that they were going to have hundreds of millions of people sign up within the first week or a hundred million people to sign up within the first week. Uh, there is no hashtagging. The timeline is all screwed up. If you only want to follow or see posts of people you follow, it's more TikTok-ish. And there's some algorithm out there that is showing you what you thinks that you want to see. That sort of thing. I don't know if they're ever going to dial it down. I don't know if they're ever going to limit it 
to an option where you can just choose the people that you uh, follow. But it, it's difficult to find new things on there as well. I haven't tried all that much. I haven't tried the search option. Threads has pluses and minuses. If you've been on Twitter and you hate what Elon Musk has been doing with the place, then Threads, regardless of what you think about Facebook and Instagram, that's probably going to be your jam coming up because it's so easy to sign up and it's easy to get on. I also don't like the fact that they don't have a web interface, that it is only app-based. I think that will be limiting to some people like me at work. I won't be able to use threads at work because I can't log into it. I could, If you get linked to a thread, you can see it on a web, but you can't go in into your account and do anything with it. You can't reply, can't log in, anything like that. So that's some limitations on threads. It's not a panacea. There are some things with it that aren't quite mashing up. And I think in the future, we'll see more. But for now, with the amount of people that are on there, if you're trying to promote your show, you should probably at least establish a following over there, even if it's small. Uh, Mastodon is a, per, is a personal favorite of mine. I really like how that runs. I know a lot of people don't like how you sign up, don't like how you're limited in some cases to what you can see. But it's part of the Fediverse basically, and Threads is inherently going to be there too. So I don't know if the two are ever going to mash up or not. I know Twitter wanted to do that as well. And Blue Sky, by the way, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was created by the creator of Twitter and it spun out of Twitter, but now it's out there right now. So I think that's going to be very Twitter-like. The most traction that I've heard from other podcasters that they get is from Instagram. The detriment I see about Instagram is you have to post a picture. If you're an older generation like me, it's like not every post needs a picture, which is why I like Twitter and I'm enjoying Mastodon and threads for that same thing. But if you're part of the new generation and have pictures ready to go or can get pictures to depict whatever you want, whatever emotion, whatever fact, whatever um, action that you want to go ahead, uh, Instagram is out there. TikTok is available. I will never have a TikTok account for various reasons, but apparently you can create a following over there. The one thing that I'll mention with especially Threads, Instagram, TikTok, is they want to keep you in their closed garden. So they don't necessarily want you going out and listening to a podcast somewhere else. They want to keep you watching other TikToks, watching other grams on Instagrams or stories or reels or whatever. Facebook is the same way. Threads is the same way. They want to keep you there. They don't want you to go out. So I've said this before on the show. If you want to create a following on TikTok, what you're doing is you're creating a TikTok channel. You're not creating a advertisement location for your podcast. You, you're, it's another entity. So you have a podcast and you have a TikTok channel. And for a large perspective, you have a podcast and you have an Instagram account. Two separate things. I know they can mesh, but they are two separate things because of the work that you have to put into it and the curation that you have to put into it and the following that you get. They might not cross over. And a lot of podcasters, hobby podcasters specifically, don't see a lot of crossover there. So if you don't want to throw a lot of time away to uh, social media, as a hobby podcaster, I'd take a hard look at whether or not I wanted to go on TikTok and Instagram 
in maybe threads. It's hard to tell right now. Uh, there's Twitter, of course, Reddit, LinkedIn, more professional based over there. And there's definitely a community vibe over there that is different than anything else, but that is it. And then for communities, I mentioned these before, Discord, Facebook groups, subreddits. There's probably some more out there that I'm not aware of, maybe a WhatsApp group or something like that. But those would be the big things that I've seen for podcast groups. And of course, if you want to have a behind the paywall community or a community uh, crowdfunding, you have things like Patreon. So as a hobbyist, you can't be everywhere. You can't be at all those places. Maybe, maybe your job or your school allows it, but really you should focus on one, two, or three. As your time goes down, focus on one versus another. Uh, you might want to protect the name of your show somewhere. Here's another controversial thing that I'm coming up with. Don't have a separate account for your podcast. It's because your time is, as a hobby podcaster, your time is divided. Yes, there are some advantages to it, and I'm not hard over on that, but I'm growing more and more to the fact of just go with your personal account and have podcast stuff roll through there. I know a lot of people don't want to inundate their family and friends with that sort of stuff, but it just depends on how you want to use it. Go back to what I was saying about the podcast itself. What is the purpose? So what's the purpose of the account? And then what is your topic of your account? And then you go with that. I'm not a social media expert, but I know it's very similar to how you start a podcast, how you run a podcast. So it's more difficult than you think on social media. It really is. You're going to be spending a lot of time with it. And you probably should have a plan. What is the purpose in your posts? When do you post? How often do you post? And does your post, before you press send every time, does your post serve your purpose? All right, there's a lot there that I talked about. I talked about vacation or time away from your podcast. I talked about Prime Day. I talked about growing your show. I talked about social media. So if you have any questions about any of that, you can hit us up on our Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. And you can also hit us on various social media, right? Or you can email me at stargatepioneer at betterpodcasting.com. One of the funner things that I'm able to do from time to time is there seems to be a great big call for the Better Podcasting mug, which if you're not watching the video over on YouTube or I'm streaming this on my Twitch channel as well, you have the Better Podcasting mug. It's a 12 ounce, I think it's actually 16 ounce. Uh, it's a big, big, big mug, at least 12 ounces. Mug and it has better podcasting logo on both sides. I've bought various ones for family members because it's a big mug and they like it. Uh, and I just wanted to have one like at the lake. I wanted to drink coffee out of my better podcasting mug because I like it. It's big and I can have at least 12 ounces of coffee. And if I so choose to have a treat, I can put a little cream in there, but normally I take it black. And last month I sent one to loyal listener, Johnny Pennington. He hasn't posted in the discord server like I asked him to, but he did send Stephen and I a private message with a picture of the better podcasting mug in his growing studio, which he is putting together. So congratulations. And I decided in the spirit of Prime Day 
that as I'm streaming here, I am ready to give away another mug. Now, the first person to come into the Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord, there is a channel which is hashtag better-podcasting. The first person that comes in there and says, hey, SP, send me a mug, then go ahead. You've now won, and I will ask in a private message for your address, and I will send it out to you. That is how that's going to work, but I'm going to give another one away in the spirit of Prime Day here in July of 2023. So come in to the Discord server if you want a mug. And you will get that there. Now, Stephen, I believe, is going to be back next week. I don't plan on going anywhere. So I think you're going to have both of us back next week. And we'll be talking more about podcasting. But we're going to take your questions as well. And we're going to go through your feedback. I hope you enjoyed the solo episode of Better Podcasting, a live chat. This is not my preferred method of podcasting, but... As you can see, I can do it. So let me know how I did, what you think of this, how you think that this could be a future thing that SP does, the solo episodes of whatever. So just let me know, and we might do this more in the future. Uh, But for better podcasting, largely, it's going to be Stephen and myself. We like the two-host format. And we're just going to go with that in the future. This was just an odd week. Stephen was gone. I was here. We wanted you to have an opportunity to ask us some questions. We wanted you to be able to listen to a podcast. So there you go. So until next time, I'm Stargate Pioneer from Better Podcasting. And we hope to see you next time. Make sure that you take care of yourself. Take a little break this summer or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere this winter. Make sure you take a little break and from your podcast and you're able to come back at it with renewed energy. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.